Good morning, and welcome to another episode of Looking South here on ICRT, where we examine the central government's new southbound policy and its effects on the public. I am Eric Gao, and today we are talking with Dong Ryujie, Associate Trade Officer with the Bureau of Foreign Trade, to talk about her experience in language learning. Uh, Ms. Dong, welcome to the program. Hi, everyone. Uh, this is Ryujie from Bureau of Foreign Trade, and thanks for having me here. Ms. Dong, we are chatting with you because you took advantage of a government-sponsored language learning course. Uh, what language did you learn to speak, and why did you choose that language? I'm going to study Indonesian in Jakarta, and before this opportunity, I have learned some Spanish and Bahasa Malayu before. The reason I want to learn Bahasa Indonesia is because it is spoken by 250 million people. In Indonesia, Singapore, and Malaysia have been one of the most important international trading hubs for a long time. And even nowadays, there are still many potentials and opportunities there. In addition, since most Taiwanese are not familiar with their society and culture, I hope I can take this opportunity to observe the locals and to see from their views on their country and about the word. We kind of already touched on this. You want to use your language proficiency to get in touch with the locals over there. What are you hoping to achieve with your language skills? I used to have some foreign clients that are from Indonesia, and we cooperated uh, on certain programs about Indonesian laws and their business terms. So this time I hope I will be able to discuss more business issues and policies after learning this language and understand their laws and regulations in Bahasa Indonesia. And if I can do more, maybe I will be able to understand some of it, their dialects because Indonesia is very big and with many islands, they have over 700 languages aside from Bahasa Indonesia. So uh, you said you already learned Malaysia and that was here in Taiwan, yeah? Uh, what, what was it like? How effective do you think this language learning course was based in Taiwan? There are already many language programs in Taiwan, and I liked my class. But outside the classroom, I seldom practice my Bahasa, Malayu, or uh, before that, my Spanish, because I think that uh, outside the classroom, we don't have many opportunities to practice our language skills. So if the people who want to improve their language skill, they have to create a learning environment by themselves. But after I moved to Indonesia to study in this program, I believe I will be able to have more opportunities to practice and to think in the way that the Indonesians think and speak more fluently than before. Uh, you obviously have a lot of experience learning multiple languages. You already have learned Spanish, you've learned some Malaysian, and you're about to embark on this Indonesian journey. Uh, what are some of the challenges that you think people here in Taiwan face when they're trying to learn a different language? First of all, I think the most important thing is because Taiwan is very small, and almost everyone can speak Mandarin Chinese. I have one spoke to a Grab driver from Malaysia. He said that because in Malaysia, most people speak different kind of dialects and they speak English, Chinese, and Bahasa Malayu. So every time he moves to another city, he has to learn 
a different language. But in Taiwan, we don't have this kind of opportunities. Mm. And we, even though if, even if we only speak Taiwanese or other dialects, we can still uh, write down our thoughts and communicate with each other. Mm. So I guess we don't have many opportunities to speak other languages. Another reason is because we are, compared to foreigners, we are afraid to make mistakes. I think that's very oh. important as well. What kind of people do you think would be able to take advantage of a language learning program like the one you're in? To be honest, I think that because the computer and technology is very convenient, so people who just want to uh, travel to a different countries, they might only have to pick up some English, English skills that would be enough. But for people who want to uh, manage in foreign affairs or having foreign clients or to consider having their business abroad, then they might want to take the opportunity to learn the local languages. Another case is that the professors or students doing research about a certain country or community, I think they might want to learn the local language as well because they will have more resource and have more skills when doing their interview with the locals. How big an impact do you think learning these languages, Spanish, Bahasa Malay, and Indonesian, uh, what impact is that going to have on your future career prospects and your job opportunities? Because I study law, and not many students from the law school study Bahasa, Malayu, Bahasa Indonesia, or Spanish. So I think uh, it will be a niche for me. Uh, if I, once my office wants to collect or understand the policies or the laws from these countries, I will be able to read by myself instead of having a translation or having interpreters when discuss these kind of issues with their officers. So that's a personal advantage for, for me. And for other people, I think this exercise, the, the process of learning a new language will help train our memorization and learning skills. And back to my, my own advantage, if I'm post in other countries other than people speaking these languages, I will be a bit more confident to learn the new language as well. And finally, before we go, like you, we've been talking about the benefits to your career of learning different languages. Uh, but aside from that, I guess in your personal life, in your uh, worldviews, how would you say learning a different language is beneficial? In my view, uh, learning a lang new language will help us uh, from a more practical aspect will help us find new jobs, uh, some niche markets, and also provide more access for us to learn new culture and make friends and clear our mind and thoughts because we have to build a different system to communicate with others. And this, this exercise will help us improve our logical and our brain as well. All right, we've been chatting with Associate Trade Officer Ms. Dong Yujie. Uh, Ms. Dong, thank you again for taking the time to share your experiences with our audience today. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Jimbalaki.
And that wraps up this installment of Looking South here on ICRT. You can find this and past episodes of the program on the podcast section of the ICRT website and on the Looking South blog. Join us again next week for a fresh look at the New South on Policy. I'm Eric Gao, and thank you all for tuning in.